This just in on the Stouting Off podcast. Will Woodington almost drowned twice. In addition to this, we're going to discuss the question that's really on everyone's minds. Can the famous ship, the Titanic, truly be restored to its former grandeur? In addition to this, we're going to discuss some familial recipes amongst the three of us Stouting Off hosts. All of this and more coming up right here on the Stouting Off podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Stouting Off Podcast. Pleasure to have you here. This is episode two of season three, if you can believe that. Unofficially season three because podcasts, generally speaking, don't have seasons. Unlike life, though, because life does have seasons. Life moves in seasons, doesn't it, guys? I want to welcome Jordan and Will to uh, the podcast. Welcome back, guys. Thanks for being here. I was about to address you one at a time, but instead, I just want to ask you both at the same time. How's it going? Fantastic. Fantastic. <clears throat> Sorry, I tried to, <laughs> tried to catch him there. Tastic. Tastic. It's tastic. Tastic. T-shirt made with that. Yeah, exactly. Apostrophe T-A-S-T-I-C. Tastic. And it'll be in the Stouting Off font. Um, but for real, guys, it's great to be back. Having, uh, excuse me, having important conversations on the things that matter most in life with my guys. So it's it's good. Have you ever seen the freaking videos of the infant like swimming classes of like survival swimming? They throw an infant yeah. Like or like a toddler into a pool and they can figure out how to not drown, dude. For sure. They figure out how to by like like they just like, like float on their backs. Yes, dude. Yeah. I have <laughs> actually like a very close colleague of mine who um like the first thing that they do is they like dunk their kids in the bathtub. It's true. That I huh. Does it have does, I ever done it? This seems un- unorthodox. I don't know. I don't What's know if the it does. Benefit of that makes them not scared of water, or makes them terrified and scarred forever. That would scar both me water. and the baby. I really don't yes. actually know what it does. Uh, I should know, but I think that yeah, I I think I think that it's it should probably be something like where they're not afraid of the water. Oh man, that's got to be. Those things. It has to be. It's like it, dude. It's like it, I saw the Michael Jackson Thriller music video at a very young age. Too young to see it. Interesting. And on the, what the segue is <laughs> to this. Stay with me here because to this day, seeing that music video terrifies me. I have not watched it in its entirety since I was like four or five or whenever <laughs> I saw it. I still really? haven't. It's it's so scary. If I ever catch a frame of that, like on TV, like going through things or on whatever. If it's a graphic on a meme or anything on YouTube or whatever, if I ever see anything from that music video, I get terrified. Now, no kidding, dude. It's so petrifyingly scary to me. I think most people were kind of like take that same stance. I know that um, my sisters were both terrified of it. I know that I was pretty scared of it when I saw it as a kid. Um, it doesn't stop my oldest sister, Melissa, from doing the thriller dance anytime she hears it. Uh, in public, um, <laughs> embarrassing you, and it's all good. <laughs> it, it takes far more than that now, but yeah, <laughs> right. Um, 
going back to the the swimming thing, I don't know if I ever told you this, but I think I was like, you know, my family built a massive pool in our backyard. Huge, huge pool. It's four and a half feet deep in the shallow end, nine feet deep in the deep end. Nice. Beautiful. Huge, huge pool. And I was, the, the year I think I was born is when they built it. So I grew up knowing nothing but this pool. At about the age of three or so, somewhere in that realm, I was sit, I was outside with my mom on the deck, and she was just like relaxing, tanning, whatever it was, and I fell into the pool. Now, I didn't have floaties on or anything, and I sunk to the bottom. Like, she turned around, and I was just in the pool, like, at the bottom, and she had to Chilling. come in and save me. No way. I'm pretty sure it also happened with me and my sister, two separate near drowning accidents wow in four and a half feet deep water Dude, when i was scary before the age of five i i mean it really it, it toughened me up i can feel that i feel that yeah sense of drowning um you yeah. know and how much it built me up <laughs> that stays with you it stays with me no i i don't remember it whatsoever but i do remember well i don't remember this but my mom has told me multiple times she like got me out of the pool and she said you scared the the expletive out of me and I said it right back to her. I said, you scared the expletive out of me. <laughs> first words. Yes. <laughs> my, my, they were my first words. Well, I was five years old, so I was a little bit late to the game. Right after drowning, that's what brought it out. Well, Mom, you scared you the scared expletive the- out of me. <laughs> <laughs> totally fine, it, too. Not emotionally upset or off no. guilty. You're going to slap hands after. Just like, com- you scared me. Right. You scared me, too. Like a skateboarder who just nailed the trick. Yeah. 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 Oh man, I didn't know that. That's is it insane. bad that I I saw is it bad that I pictured you with your face and how you look but as a toddler <laughs> sitting cross-legged on the bottom of a pool. <laughs> on, Completely and what that would zen. Look like from and what that would look like from a, an adult standing <laughs> waving up (laughs) i'm playing with toy cars down there just completely fine where's will (laughs) (laughs) somehow the bubbles when they pop say you scared the whatever out of me (laughs) scared Mom, <laughs> that's great. Uh, that is good. That's Did the pool good. have a fence, like a gate? Uh, so the way that it worked was it was it was like a rectangular pool, and there was a big de- you had to walk up to the deck, and then okay. there was like a big like patio sort of area up top, and then there was a a thing that went around. Wait, I, was uh, this in a? Sorry, George, go ahead. I had a pool growing up as well. Um, we got it when I was like probably six or Remember seven. Remember when we swam in it? In a very like cold October night. <laughs> yeah, we were filming a movie. Yes, we were. We'll come and back then, to that. And then my neighbor said, hey, Jordan, quiet down. And then Tim Brady said, why don't you get out here and try to do what we're doing? <laughs> yeah. Because it was like 40 degrees. But as though that gives us the right to be loud at 11 p.m. Well, why as don't if you get out here and try to do what we're doing yeah, and not scream? You're providing a public service is the way that it was spun off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, like my pool to me was always an in-ground pool to me. Mm-hmm. But if you go into the to the grass like the backyard cuz like you, the french doors of the of my parents house they go out to the deck and then you go down into the backyard but the pool 
is three feet above ground, but the deck makes it feel like it's in ground. Mm. Yeah. So if anybody ever asked me as I was a kid, oh, what is it, an above ground pool? I'm like, no, it's an in ground pool. (laughs) But it's not. (laughs) Right. Yeah. You got to put on a show. But it's not. Was it partially in ground? Well, technically, because the deck made it flat. Yeah. You know, like the, the, well, the deck made it, yeah, the same, the same grade as, as the deck was the pool. But then on the grass, it was like two and a half or three feet above ground, but so was the deck. I see. I when see. you started yeah. describing it and you said French doors, I was like, this guy had French doors leading to his pool. That's what I thought, too. And that's the most oh, extravagant sorry. thing I could ever imagine. No, no, no. It I would didn't. be. But it's <laughs> it also it funny to just imagine a door frame without anything else tied to it and two French doors that lead to the pool. <laughs> but it's also something yeah. that my dad would probably do. Yeah, it's just doors. <laughs> Don't walk around the doors because it's not attached to anything. They're just freestanding doors. <laughs> free walk around doors? Them, no, you walk, you, you walk through them. You strut to the clouds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but yeah, I was just wondering about the gate because like I had like extremely strict rules about the pool. Like I could go out there and vacuum, but if it like I was vacuuming, it had to be with like my mom, you know, very nearby and uh we actually had a friend like we this is like deep but like we had a friend while we were living in nashville whose family lived in florida i think and like their child went into the pool and like drowned oh my word and that that like freaks people out like that freaks people like me out because i've got totally three kids now you know, yeah, yeah. man, it's like, totally possible going like, to vacation like with a Airbnb with a pool. I'm like, OK, everybody's on leashes, basically. <laughs> yeah. Or you just never get to relax. Like, right. Yeah. Unless all kids, three kids are, you know, within eyeshot. But not sure if that's a term I shot, but all good. You guys know what I mean. Have you guys been watching The Bachelor? Monica said this season's like whack. Yeah, the. <sighs> First of all, the Bachelor this season, Clayton, he's, I don't know. He's just so boring. That I feel like the Bachelors that they get, that they, it has to be, there has to be something about that person that appeals to everybody. But in that instance, it's just so plain, so ordinary that it just makes them boring. But doesn't, got it. doesn't at the end of the day, like you would even admit, right, about the Bachelor, that yeah. though you watch it probably for like the drama and the right, like all this stuff, you're not watching it because you're f- watching two people fall in love. Admit that. <laughs> right. totally. You want turmoil. Like, you, you, you're you're you just watching it. because it's addicting. You need right. that tension, that friction, the conflict, and you need the villain. But I'll, I'll tell you this, the villain on this season, a girl by the name of Shanae, yeah. horrible. She, at least she was portrayed as a horrible person, said horrible things was maybe the worst Bachelor villain of all time in terms of just how much she's hated, or at least how much animosity it may have stirred up in me, per se. But <laughs> So she went home two episodes ago now, and I got to say, the show's kind of boring now. They mm. Like, oh, just really? watching people, quote unquote, fall in love. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not what we want. Boring. No. That's not we what we want. Story. See, because... Yeah, I mean, part of the reason that people, I think, watch that, like any other reality TV, is not any, like, you can browse Instagram and find 
a bunch of couples who like, oh, they just fell in love, whatever. Yeah, totally. there's there's nothing there. What you want is animosity, turmoil, horrible personalities and egos, pride, egos, pride, egos, slash pride, egos, <laughs> pride and, and obviously slash. <laughs> yes. So you slash hospitals manufacturing. And that's right. No, yeah, you're not watching it to watch them like be hunky dory and and fall in love. You want all of those. You want the drama. The drama yes. is what people watch that for. Now, I have never like yes, I've watched episodes of The Bachelor or Bachelorette or whatever randomly, and I I it's hard for me to make it through it because I get so mad that people out there in the world exist that are like that yeah. for sure. And that, but that's what you want. You because it, part of you, it makes you feel a little bit better about yourself. When they fall in love, it doesn't. But it's true. The road that there, the road there, <laughs> <laughs> the road there should make you be going like, oh man, these people are horrible. And then they end up, they end up in love, and then that's when I you turn it off. You said something interesting. You said it makes us feel better than them. There is a hypothesis. In comedy, actually, which um, one it, it says that people laugh about two different things. Somebody tried to boil this down to people ultimately laugh about two different things. One of them is when there is a when someone looks stupid or does something in in it inadvertently makes us feel superior to them. It's the superiority hy- hypothesis mm-hmm. that like when. When somebody makes a fool of themselves, it is funny because somehow it elevates us above them and it gives us like joy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, I thrive on that. Yeah, I do, too. Somebody slips and falls downstairs. You're just like, what an idiot. How did you not figure that? How did you not know how to even though that's us on any given day as well? Like, yeah, I have plenty of moments by myself where I'm like, that was so stupid. And if I had an audience, they would be crying laughing right now. <laughs> But I think there, there, there might be something about entertainment in general that things are entertaining for us when it makes us feel superior to someone else. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. And even, yeah. even if you've been through that same situation yourself, yeah. you still go Watching through that experience. Yes. Yeah. Without a doubt. I totally agree with that. And if you wouldn't mind, may I read an excerpt from this book that I that I have that I just pulled out? <laughs> Sketch, <laughs> how to become fr- an insurance by, specialist in 24 hours frame by frame cartooning this book is uh it's called comedy writing for late night tv Ooh, and it was written by God, i would love to do guy, that it was it was written by this guy you could uh, do that joe toplin you could totally by the way you should read this book I, after i read this i started putting jokes together that were funny dude. yeah i we won't tell it. him here you guys aren't ready for him quite yet. <laughs> well, you should give that book to him today. Right. Drop it off to we'll exchange today. Well, it I... is a, it is Friday. You're here with me in Nashville, so yes. Right. That's what it's I'm yours. saying. Uh, anyway, the two theories were the superiority theory about why I talked about this earlier in the episode, why th- we think things are funny. The superiority theory is when we feel <laughs> that we are superior to something else, and it actually says says that we laugh when we suddenly feel superior to someone else. I think suddenly is a key there. Suddenly. Just like, oh, turns out you're an idiot. That's funny. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
The surprise theory of laughter says that we laugh when we're surprised with an incongruity that turns out to be harmless. When something is totally not what we expected, it's funny. You know? Sure. I had to fin I've had to think I couldn't remember the other uh hypothesis about or theory about um why people laugh. But anyway, you should read this, Will. I'm giving it to you. I definitely uh I definitely will. I um there's actually a great documentary on uh HBO about the history of late night TV. It's pretty fascinating, like where it started and and how the whole entire I don't know structure of late night TV came about and all the different legends that did it, you know, for years and years. And now there's like a thousand late night TV shows. But sure, but like yeah, um, sketch writing for a late night TV show. I think that's where so so many famous comedians got their start. So many, yeah, yep. Um, I was listening to uh, the Smartless podcast, which I love. Jordan, yep. have you listened to that? I know Will has. No. Smartless Never. is Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and uh, the guy from Will and Grace. I forget his Sean name. Sean Hayes? That's okay. cool. Sean, yeah, Sean. But they had Will Forte on, and Will Forte started out as well as like a writer. Letterman. Just like he was writing funny, funny, funny stuff. Yeah. And then they were eventually like, you, you can act. You can yeah. You can try this. I think out. that's kind of like Gruber. Yeah. yeah, like uh, not to say that's like anybody's entry level job. I'm sure that there's other credentials that they look for, but like many famous comedians and comedy writers got their start in late night TV, and then they moved on to SNL, and then they started actually acting and doing skits and you know getting movie deals and stuff like that. Uh, what do you guys <laughs> sip in there, bourbon wise? I brought a couple of things. The one that he and I are sipping on is a uh, bottle that came out a few years ago called Wild Turkey. Un- or I'm sorry, not Unforgiven. That's one of my favorite movies, though. Um, Forgiven. And it's a blend, an accidental blend of wild turkey, bourbon, and rye that some distiller accidentally mixed together. And it came out so good that they decided to bottle it. And then they called it Forgiven. Because he was forgiven. He was forgiven. For the mistake. Yes. He didn't get fired. He did not get fired, as far as I know. Now, have I fact-checked that before just saying that? Absolutely not. There could be no shred of truth to it. But my assumption is that, yeah, he kept his job. And you could have looked into that. Again, hearkening back to the last episode, you could go into the background and and investigate that. You have all the tools, like you said, but you, you choose not to. Yeah, again, lots of tools. Ancestry, Yellow Pages, uh, subscription to newspapers.com. Um, (laughs) you know, all these, all these other things I can search on Facebook. I, I, I've got the authority to do that. I've got the clearance level to do that. I can search, I can filter down (laughs) by city education, uh, whatever you want. Um, I can do that. Now I don't offer my services to the public, but if I do one day, that's a cash cow. And, um, (laughs) the podcast too. That'd be great. Yeah. What do you sponsor us? Woody search tools.com. WST.com. Um, yeah. It uh, sounds nice though. I'd like to try that though. Ship me up a sample sometime. Ship me down. I'll ship you. I'll ship it up to Anchorage and then down yeah. to you. Why don't you well, guys just, is, why don't you bring it to them on Friday? Because I'm bringing, I'm already having. Uh, or this next weekend <clears throat> rather. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be nice. Um, uh, you mean t- Friday today, Jordan? Friday today. Why don't you bring it to them today, Will? <laughs> <laughs> By the time this airs, Will will literally be with me too yep. by the, i shouldn't say airs by the time this is released at the time that this is released we're going to be together yes billiards it's yes gonna be nice it will be nice 
I have FOMO already. I'm excited. It's all right. There will be other times. You know, we got no, the golf trip coming up in May. Make him feel bad. There won't May. be other times. I'm sorry. I just remembered. Don't worry. There's going to be other times. We'll be together next December. <laughs> I'll see you at Christmas. All good. Don't worry, dude. There's other times. There's 2033. What At my wake. What? At my wake. I said at my wake in 2033, <laughs> somehow knowing when it's going to be. Doesn't 2033 sound so far away, but it's only 11 years away? It's insane. Yep. Yeah. I'm pretty sure 1990 was still just 10 years ago. I'll go against the grain here and say that back then it was way harder to make a cartoon than it is now. A thousand P, dude. You can Also copy. more impressive. Now, totally. the animation and what it looks like might not be the same product, but I think that like if I had a cartoon character go from nine o'clock to three o'clock nowadays i can say like you know if they're flipping over let's just say oh sure i can go one drawing here one drawing here and i can animate the rest yes you can it's they're going (laughs) 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 and like drawing every single every single frame dude yeah Yeah. do you want to know a fun fact let's hear it uh today monica completely stripped jude's diapers away Oh wow! Now that seems like a big transition. I could be wrong, but that's that's a big deal. Right? Seems like kind of four and a half. So, well, it needs I'm not to saying happen. for him. I'm not saying like. I just mean that's a, a big transition. It's a big transition. Um, yeah, I don't have I don't have any comment whatsoever on when that happens in a kid's life. I don't. I genuinely don't know. But that's a big I think transition, it happens no before what. now for most people. Fair. He's stubborn. You guys know Jude. He's stubborn. He's going to have his way, except for this way. It's going to be Mon's way. And I'm going to or follow the highway, suit. dude. Yeah, that's it. It's, it's Mon's way or the highway. And I was working and I heard screaming. And so obviously I went upstairs. I said, what's going on? Mon said, I took Jude's diapers away. And obviously I'm just 150% supportive. I'm like, you're not getting your diapers back. Now, mind you, I was like working yeah, and he had right. diapers on. I go upstairs and I'm like, you're never seeing your diapers again. <laughs> so it was a, it was a quick The sooner you me. can get that through your thick skull, the better. This guy thought go back up there again later. He's got diapers on. He thought he started his day one way just the same. Yeah. Stark contrast from the rest of the, the other half of the day. Straight up. Rug yeah, pulled so, out from underneath him. So he hasn't had, Literally. He hasn't had right. diapers on. And Jude here's, the, so here's the craziest thing. And this is just this is just a quick scene here, but like, yo, he's held his pee all day. Oh wow! Wow, it takes some courage. It's a recipe for a kidney stone in adulthood, right there. Or infantry. Him infantry. getting a kidney stone or at this infantry. age. Or the infantry. As you know, we it's know. common in the infantry. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, I have to revisit that idea that Jude. He started his day. Oh, it's just another day, you know. Ah, we went to Leg- we went to Lego. <laughs> yeah, di- I'm wearing my diaper. We went to Legoland a couple days ago. It's all good. I'm loving life. <laughs> <laughs> By noon, Dad's marching upstairs and saying, "The sooner you realize you're never wearing diapers again, the better." <laughs> right? 
He's like, huh? would you get I'm it through your tiny skull? You're never seeing diapers again. He's like, dad, but this came out of nowhere. That's very funny. That's it's, a surprise. It's, it's like surprise. Jordan putting putting down the dog when the kids are there, and Jordan yeah. takes the diapers out back. <laughs> I hear a rifle blast. <laughs> well, the diapers went to visit a nice farm. <laughs> the diapers diaper are all running farm. on a nice farm now. <laughs> yeah, so that happened today. It's all good. Dude, that happened to me. In in not the diaper thing. Well, probably. I I was also a very stubborn, strong-willed child as well. I think but, Monica and your mom have had some conversations. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But yeah, I mean, I turned out to be still a strong-willed person, but creative and just hard to rein in. I'm I I be like that. But He's anyway, the best guy I, we know. No, Stout. you guys are both. Yeah, yeah you guys. Yeah. No, Judah. Go ahead and say it. <laughs> Go ahead and say it, Will, Dude. before I go before I continue. No, I appreciate that, you guys. Um, but when I was a kid, our dog Victor had to go away to a farm. Or go away somewhere far. But he wasn't sick though. I think he actually may have gone to the actual farm. Somewhere. <laughs> I think he went to go live on Guernsey? The farm. I think he went to yeah, the Guernsey farm. No kidding. Dairy dairy cows and he was like the shepherd dog. Um we had a dog growing up named Eeyore, and he was a basset hound. Now, that's cute. Very that cute. That is cute. Now, when he was a puppy, I was probably... Also a puppy. I was probably also a pup when he was a pup. We got raised as pups together. Couple pups. Couple pups. And yeah. uh, no, I was probably like <clears throat> five or six when my sister got him. So he was just a puppy basset hound, and their ears get so long that they trip over them. You know, now that is so cute that I could I could. I'm really something. angry thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting furious. Yep. Um, And hold his ears up while he's drinking water and all that stuff. You know, that's so cute. Yeah. Yeah. What's that spaghetti cartoon? A uh, wiener dog? Uh, Lady in the Tramp. I was about to say Beauty and the Beast. Lady, Lady in the, the tramp? tramp. Yep. He's got the long ears, right, too? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lady in the Tramp. Yep. He's Tramp? He's. I don't know if he's Tramp. I think the other. I don't, <laughs> is he lady? I don't know if he's. Is he tramp? By process of elimination, I'm going to say he's tramp. He's got to be tramp. <laughs> got to assume he's tramp by default. I um, got to. Yeah. But, so initially, going. extremely cute. Small, big ears, you know. Uh, very, very cute dog. And then as years progressed, my sister ended up dropping him off at my parents' house because it was my sister's dog dropped him off of my parents' house to quote-unquote watch him and never picked him back up after no. 15 years. So um, he became our dog, basically. And we had a Dalmatian at the time, too. They would pass each other food in the kitchen while we were gone. Like, they'd get into the cupboard. And, like, we came back home, and, like, the, the Dalmatian was passing individual Idaho potatoes to Eeyore. Um <laughs> And eating them. One time you get up on the kitchen table and a basset hound's legs. I don't know if you're familiar. They're very squatty dogs. They're like a, a wiener dog would be really long body, super short legs. Came back home. He was on top of the kitchen table eating a loaf of bread. Like how, how did he get there? How did he get up there? A hoist system that we didn't see some sort of yes, pulleys. You, you missed the hoist system. Right. You, you look up and there's just the maybe the chains Dalmatian, on the track and it's like, a crane. Lifted. Yeah. The Dalmatian could have lifted him. Yeah. yeah. 
lifted the dog. They assisted each other, but they also fought a lot. And what was um, the Dalmatian's yeah. name? Ditto. How my parents sick. Uh, Eeyore and Ditto, dude. That's yeah, kind of yeah. sick. Also, was its alias. <laughs> uh, Walt. He, I don't know if you guys knew this, but Walt Disney personally came up with the name Tramp. Did you know this? In early drafts, the scruffy male dog in the story was called Homer, Rags, Bozo, and even just Mutt. If you can Mutt. That. And this is me reading. Um, Walt himself scratched out Mutt in one of the scripts and penciled in Tramp. Hmm. Ward Green and the movie's distributors protested, feeling the name was a little too risque. Mm-hmm. But Walt usually got his way, and this was no exception. Walt no got kidding. His way. Yeah, I Lady mean, it was, the Tramp. It's a Tramp I, is I a th- male. Yeah, I think a Tramp. Right I think Leonardo in in Titanic refers to himself as a Tramp as well. Huh? I've Interesting. Never seen that one. It may have had You've like never a seen different... the Titanic. No, I haven't seen. I truly have not seen Titanic, the film. I have not. Kate Winslet, from what I imagine, or from what I recall. <laughs> from what, from what I, I imagine. Uh, if I had to guess. This, this kind of so, sounds like something with Kate Winslet like, in it. That sounds like a Kate Winslet script. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, but yeah, it sounds very Kate Winslet to me. Uh, I just watched that. Like I feel like uh, actually, I don't know, six months ago, no, five months ago, I was in northern Michigan when I first moved here. Sure. And... It was like this pouring down rain night. We're in this awesome cabin on Lake Michigan. And the only thing on TV was Titanic. We watched it. And then I became like obsessed with the Titanic. Mm. And I watched all the behind the scenes. The ship? No, the movie. Oh, sure. So I like watched all the behind the scenes and like kind of got really, really in deep with all of these different things and how they did honestly all of the stuff that they did from like a technology perspective were like groundbreaking yeah like they would do some pretty crazy stuff it's camera right yeah 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 it was yeah it's camera it's camera cameron <laughs> it was, it was that that means camera. it's technologically advanced it's camera <laughs> it's, if you think about that film it's pretty camera yeah it's spot on camera <laughs> it's camera standard camera <laughs> yeah uh i remember being further fascinated by that because they came out with like I don't know if it was behind the scenes footage or if it was a separate like documentary, but like the actual James Cameron went down and like, I don't know if he went down in it. I'm pretty sure he did, but it may have been remote. I don't remember, but they um, get to the point. The ocean. Here, the come on. Ocean get, Explorer get. thing. They <laughs> yeah. took it down to the actual the actual ship and like oh. seeing the actual ship down there. They did. Yeah. Yeah. Is Dang. is like insane because everything's yeah. like in a time capsule basically now they've like salvaged some stuff from the wreck and they've actually like toured exhibits of it but when they go down you can see like the clock and the fixtures on the wall and the dishes that were left behind and that would be the ocean is horrifying at what point can our modern technology bring the titanic up don't know don't know if it would fall apart whatever but i'll tell (laughs) you this like question actually like bring up Bring up, bring it up in several pieces at least. May, right. re, hey, bring up as much as you can. Build the rest. I I feel like it would just dissolve into <laughs> yeah, into dust as soon as it came over the surface. Yes. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. It just falls as sand. 
<laughs> right when it comes out of the water. <laughs> but it's then it goes magni- back down into the ocean and reforms into the shape of the Titanic, dude. Magnificent ship coming out of the water. <laughs> goes back down, turns back into the ship. Yes. <laughs> into the ship. Back into the ship somehow. Perfect mold. So I don't know if you guys had any like prototypical meals that your mom or dad or grandma would make and totally. get excited for them or, or whatever. Like, yeah. you know, mom's spaghetti. Uh, that is the worst <laughs> reference I could have made. Literally. Because m and Because m and and everyone knows about that dish. Everyone knows yeah, about mom's spaghetti. It's not a secret anymore. And the no. vomit on the sweater already. Yeah. Yeah. Well, unlike the... <laughs> <laughs> Unlike the comment that we got on the YouTube video from last week's episode, where a guy commented on the thing of the whole f- history of fettuccine Alfredo, that, his take it, his side of the story, his side of this, he finally got his side of the story out there. I don't even remember the, talking about Alfredo. What did what did what was it that we discussed? That was, is when we were talking last week about the um, the Olive Garden slash Progressive Insurance. Yes, we're talking about, I'll have and, the fettuccine Alfredo with the. But the oh, it's okay. So we were discussing, or or you had put like out five hundred dollar deductible. Yes, you put out a little video on your story about <laughs> this guy commenting on yes. the YouTube video, yeah. and and the biggest question is how did he discover it? <laughs> I don't know, oh, dude. Did he put in the keyword fettuccine? Did he put in the keyword Alfredo? Alexa. Find the or yes. find someone who said fettuccine in the yes. past twenty four hours. Or like it had fettuccine Alfredo in the title of the episode. Right. But why would you be going around YouTube looking for that search? How did this guy hone in on that video? What How? does he get That's, from it? What does he gain? I don't know. So we were we were snowballing a little bit last night. Yes, we were on what the possibilities were. <laughs> and one of the things that. I told him was maybe it's this guy's job, full time job to research anything that has to do with fettuccine Alfredo on YouTube. And I said, he's not just looking for the keywords fettuccine and Alfredo, but also deductible. (laughs) (laughs) He's trying to control the information that's out. Yes, that's the key. He's got to get his side of the story out there. Um, but I also spun it that he's spreading misinformation about fettuccine Alfredo, because if you go and look at it, it's about like his grandfather, I think, inventing yes. fettuccine Alfredo and to come to his restaurant in Rome uh, for what was it? 30 days. There was 30 something. You have I don't 30 remember, days. but it, it caused me to scratch my head a little bit. I, was, <laughs> I thought, huh? what are all the possibilities here? Because. What is he hoping to accomplish? Does he really think that a bunch of people are all of a sudden going to go visit his restaurant in Rome? Come to my grandpa's Alfredo kitchen. You have 30 days. (laughs) (laughs) Then we got talking a little bit further. And again, he he mentions the fact that his grandfather is the one that invented what we now know as fettuccine Alfredo. And we were saying that we were just puzzled about how did he find the video? Like what 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 did it take? We're now expecting this guy to comment on every video and insert his grandfather somewhere. <laughs> My grandfather was the Titanic. Was on was on the Titanic. <laughs> My grandfather invented the pool, the above ground pool. <laughs> My grandfather built your pool. <laughs> 
My grandfather is your pool. Come to Rome within 30 days so I can tell you the story of it. My grandfather is your French doors. (laughs) And then it got to my grandfather was. And that's it. Yes, yes. My grandfather was. That's going to be all the comments. <laughs> that's it. Stupid. Uh, that's stupid. That's funny. The possibilities there are endless. but Oh, it goes on into eternity. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but growing growing up, uh, you know, with specific meals and stuff like that, right? Everybody did. You, you know, you loved your, your mom's spaghetti and, and so forth. Um, my dad... Uh, was famous and still is sort of famous for relentless barbecuing. I mean, the barbecue was never not on uh, in our household. Uh, barbecue always always had at least a, it was like the the eternal flame of JFK uh, was always going on in that charbroil grill. Was it good? Uh, yeah, he he can make some good barbecue. He can That's also. Good. Uh, tend to overcook burgers by about three hours as well. So there's really no in between. There's really, truly no in between. It's either great or not edible, not or safe for human consumption. Not, I've got to like scrape off with a cheese grater all of the, the char um, yeah. kind of deal. But it was intentional. Yes, it was very intentional by him well, to sabotage to it. Yes. Um, but it would be like uh-huh. a Wednesday evening. Um and I was in like, let's just say fifth grade, a Wednesday okay. evening during the school year, fifth grade. It's we've already eaten dinner. My mom made something. I ate at an appropriate time, probably seven, you know, ish. Sure. He maybe probably even had some of it too. well aware. I mean, we're all in the same house. He knows if someone's <laughs> cooking and if they've prepared dinner, right. at least you would think, because in reality, he would go out there and fire up the grill <laughs> well after dinner has already been served. And what time what time are we talking here? Well, so I'd be getting ready to to hit the hay, you know, as a fifth grader. <laughs> right. Eight thirty eleven. Eight thirty nine. Later than that. A little bit later. Nine thirty, ten o'clock max. Right? I'm getting ready to hit the hay. Door knob, you know, click 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 clink. And then open my door, and it's my dad standing there with a tray of various meats that he has been preparing <laughs> for the last three hours outside, unbeknownst to me. I didn't know that was happening out there at all. <laughs> What's, no it was in secret. After you've had dinner, too. At Well, after I've had a full meal. You're in your your pajamas. You brush your teeth. I'm relaxing. I'm pulling the sheets over. Just as I'm pulling the sheets over, the door opens. (laughs) And it's a tray so heavy that he's like losing balance of it. A little bit, maybe. That's how many meats are over. (sighs) (sighs) (laughs) Exactly. And I've got famous Dave's at my door. Famous Bill's. Uh, Just a tray of assorted meats. And I'd be like... No, I'm not. I already ate. I'm not hungry. I don't. Come on, man. I've been I've made all this stuff. I made this full roasted chicken and 48 hamburgers. I'm like, even if we hadn't eaten dinner, what you've prepared tonight is enough to feed the entire block. (laughs) And it's 10 p.m. And I'm in grade school. And I'm not hungry. And I have a test tomorrow. And but even though nobody on. asked him to cook it, mad as could be when I said, come on. don't want one. 
Don't want it. Don't want a hockey puck burger. I'm just not interested <laughs> oh right my. now. Yeah. So that that's awesome. That was the it was I didn't have like any memories to tie to like one of my mom's specific dishes or whatever. Like maybe a couple, but like yeah. what sticks out for me for sure is my dad's relentless barbecuing, his incessant need to just grill sixty eight pounds <laughs> worth of meat at ten PM at night during just, a weekday. And just kind of jockeying it around the house too, just trying to get somebody to eat some. Carrying around the tray to each individual room. <laughs> Like a butler, seeing if anyone... It's like an after-dinner mint. Ooh, would you like some tea? Would but you yeah. like a spare rib? <laughs> full rack of ribs is what he'd offer me. He'd offer me a... He would cook a full rack of ribs, not to share. Each person gets one, two ribs. Full rack for me. I didn't even know what was going on. I didn't ask for it. Great dinner, pot roast, mashed potatoes, some corn and green beans. I figured you might want a rack of ribs for dessert. (laughs) You're nine years old. I figure you can eat a whole rack of ribs and then uh, four burgers for you. So enjoy. I have a funny, actually, I have a funny uh, childhood food story. And the reason that it's funny is because it doesn't line up with now, current, which is we had like a rotation as a family in the late 90s, early 2000s. And there was always something on rotation, which was like chicken enchiladas, pot roast, steak, you know, all all with potatoes, green beans, corn, probably with everything, even chicken enchiladas <laughs> with mashed potatoes, green beans, Mixing and corn. <laughs> the green bean and corns into the enchiladas. But the thing that stands out is that... Classic. It was chicken enchiladas, Right. I don't know what enchiladas means to this day. And the reason for that is because my mom's was a, you know, nine by 13 pan of chicken, like shredded chicken, uh, cheddar cheese, probably some sort of cream of chicken, something, and tortilla chips baked. And it was amazing. Sounds good. But if I went and got like a chicken enchilada at, a, a Mexican restaurant or something like this, it's it's going to come out in like this fried, perfectly put together dish. Yeah, yeah, it's like a taco that they kind of like flatten and fry, kind of not flatten totally. Yeah, but they kind of like toast, Almost, like grill it. Yeah, a little bit. yeah, yeah. So like, I'm confused, right? Because the enchilada that I know is just really good tasting. Is it kind of goop? It's like a casserole. I was, yeah, goop. Uh, okay. I was, yeah, I was going to say slop, casserole, whatever. It's like something you take a little spoon spatula and, you know, Oh, put yeah, that's thing. not what enchilada is. <laughs> but it was called chicken enchiladas, so I'm confused, uh, naturally. Yeah. It was great. Haven't that's, made it. That's a prime example of, of you saying, like, Mom, I want chicken enchiladas, and your mom going, we have chicken enchiladas at home. <laughs> that's sure. the, literally like the definition of what yes. people think about yeah yes totally like i would go mom i really want i would love if we if we could just listen to me mom level with hear, me here hear me out hear. level listen before you jump to conclusions one half gallon of actual chocolate milk we have chocolate milk at home no we don't we have ovaltine <laughs> i live yeah. i live in 1952 and I'm drinking Ovaltine, Ovaltine when I get home. Don't yeah. forget to drink your Ovaltine. <laughs> I 
I feel we had Ovaltine a couple times. I think my mom grew up on it, so she tried to introduce it into our house growing up. And my brother and I were like, <laughs> "We're good. Appreciate I've never it, mom, had it, but pre- appreciate the thought. But we're we're all set." I just know it from a Christmas story. We'll take Nestle. I've never quick. had it. Well, yeah, was... Nest Nesquik. Yeah, yeah. But do you remember when it was called Nestle Quick when we were kids? Yeah. And then sometime with the bunny. Mi- yeah, but yeah. sometime midway through adolescence, it became Nesquik. They said that's way too extreme. We got to change our ways. Yeah, and that became Nesquik. I don't yeah, remember I, Nestle Quick, honestly. With the rabbit, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. but isn't Nesquik with the rabbit too? Yeah, they just different took rabbit. out their. It's a different rabbit. I feel like he's changed. It's a different. The rabbit's <laughs> changed. Uh, well, yeah, well, it's it is the rabbit, but it's a, a different, different rabbit. It's a yeah. different rabbit. <laughs> yeah, <so>. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, or uh, my dad would make these things called steakums. <laughs> now the name already doesn't it's, sound appealing to it you, right? It sounds like something you have when you're between a rock and a hard place. It's the last It sounds thing. like an arcade game. Steakums. <laughs> yeah. Breakum steakums. <laughs> like, it, like looking back on it, which they still make them today, but they're just like shaved pieces of steak that you just like fry into a pan and then you make a sandwich out of it. Kind of. It's basically like, I guess, um, like a Philly cheesesteak. Yeah. Right, mm. it's got like that sort yeah, of thing in it. Sounds good. Yeah, sounds amazing. But like for lunch, my dad would be like, "You want to steak them?" <laughs> I'm like, "No, no one I know is drinking Ovaltine and eating steakums that I go to school with." And my dad would fry it. And you want cheese on it? I'm like, "This is the only option I have because I don't know how to cook." So yeah, let's <laughs> yeah, opt for the cheese. The you're well, the adult, so I guess so. Yeah, yes, you're in charge. I'm at Jesus. your behest, and it's. Uh, <laughs> You know, so can I ask a question? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fried bologna was a staple in my house. Really? Anything? Now that no? sounds like Great Depression food. I wouldn't put it past my dad to eat that all the time. Oh my gosh, I would still eat it. I don't care. Yeah, R- really? It's good. Oh, it's phenomenal. We had and fried bologna at um, what's that? Uh, uh, the restaurant that we've gone to before, like Wings games and stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Grey Ghost. Grey Ghost. Yeah, they've got a fried bologna dish. It's, it's great. It's phenomenal. But I'm sure a lot of fried bologna has not been prepared like that. No, I mean, over the years. my fried bologna growing up as a kid was white bread, untoasted, so like the soft that gets stuck in your teeth. Yep. Love it. Bologna, two pieces, fried in a pan. You don't even need butter or anything like that because the greases of the bologna just kind of roll on out there. <laughs> Flip it, cut a slit in it so it doesn't bubble too much. And throw some mayonnaise on there. I'm mm. taking this process. It's mine now. I'm talking. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying it's like really good. Most yeah. recently, uh, probably last year, I made this. Monica thinks it's just absolutely disgusting, by the way. Throw a piece of cheese on there. Yeah, why not? It's phenomenal. Why yeah. not? I will eat that any day of the week for every meal. <laughs> I don't I'm like care. that with Chipotle. I'm like that with Chipotle. I could have Chipotle every day. Do you really? I could. I'm saying I could. Oh. I don't have a Chipotle near my house. But. <laughs> because I actually have Chipotle every day. You do? No. I just have I a drive if I could. <laughs> for my paycheck from work, I just have a separate account just for Chipotle. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Direct deposit. That. That's just the direct best deposits way. right into there. That's my Chipotle I pay card. you. You serve me, et cetera. Yep. Et cetera. It's the way yeah, the world goes so. around. Well, guys, um, I tell you what. I'm personally, I don't know about you guys, but I'm running a little bit low on time. 
I have to button up the uh, conversation today, but I feel like the three of us, you put the three of us in a room together or even a virtual room like we are right now, and we could talk for... What's the if the if the over under is at three hours? I'm picking the over there. I'll Imagine if we were in, if we were in the metaverse. Oh, VR see, dude. That's and see that's where I re- my imagination really gets gets going. Brain I, and I won't even bore you with the details, but just trust me that it's going. Um, <laughs> I want to thank you, the listener. <laughs> I want to thank you, listeners, for listening and liking the the Stouting Off podcast. Jordan and uh, Will and I, we thank you. From the bottom of our hearts, don't we, guys? I mean, we sure do. We do. Bottom. We, we really do. Very I mean, you, rock bottom. Rock bottom. Bottom. Left ventricle all the way down. And so, we want to say thanks for listening to the Stouting Off podcast, where we talk about just really important stuff in life. We love you. We'll see you next week. Take care. In the meantime, bye. <laughs>